I'm Kristen. And I'm Serena. And this is Oi with the Coffee Already. Hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 27, where we are talking about Saving Private Ryan. Yup, yup. Oh, dear. Another movie. Another war movie. Keeps us yep. in line with our, uh, well, keeps us in line with our theme that we got going on this month. Because it yes, is and this May. This is our last one. Yeah. Yep. The end of May. We're going to end with World War II here. <sighs> Crazy. You know. It's a lot to unpack. <laughs> yes, it is. So, this movie was released in 1998, and it was directed by Steven Spielberg, who also did Jaws, E.T., Schindler's List, Jurassic Park, and uh, Indiana Jones franchise. And so much more. So <laughs> much kidding. more. If you don't know who Steven Spielberg is by now, <laughs> climb out of your rock, join the world, become one of us. <laughs> right. <laughs> join us, my friend. Seriously. <laughs> um, Steven Spielberg invented the block, the summer blockbuster. Right. Which we will talk about next yes. week. I'm yep. so excited. <laughs> um, <sighs> so the cast of this film um, was pretty big. So we're going to go oh, yeah. into it. Uh, Tom Hanks plays Captain Miller, who's also in Forrest Gump, Sully, Castaway, Terminal, Big, and quite frankly, again, if you don't know who Tom Hanks is, come on out of your cave. Cave, Join seriously. Us. Woody, <laughs> don't even right? take Toy Story down. <laughs> Real quick, I do want to say one thing about him. Mm-hmm. doing what, like, He loves playing Woody, and he... Um, he was talking about in an interview how like parents will see him and they'll have their kid with them They're like look look it's Woody that's Woody and he's like but like the kid doesn't know because right the kid doesn't understand character. right so Tom Hanks will tell the kid he goes okay close your eyes all right and then he goes come on buzz we gotta go we hurry up and like and the kid's <laughs> face is just like oh my gosh so cute <laughs> super cute so, love anyways, that Tom Hanks is a gem <laughs> right um. We got Matt Damon plays Private Ryan. He's also <laughs> Jason Bourne, Ocean's Eleven, The Martian, The Departed, Goodwill Hunting, among again many many others. Um, Tom Sizemore, boy, he just <laughs> he's just showing up everywhere. <laughs> um, he plays Sergeant uh, Horvath, and he's also in Black Hawk Down from last week. Mm-hmm. Um, Enemy of the State and Heat. Edward yes. Burns plays Private Re- Reben. Mm-hmm. He's also in Twenty Seven Dresses. She's the one in the Holiday. Mm-hmm. Barry Pepper plays Private Jackson. He's also in True Gi- True Grit, The Green Mile, and Sixty One. Um, Adam Goldberg plays Private Mellish, and he's also in A Beautiful Mind, The Prophecy, uh, Taken TV Show, and Fargo TV Show. Mm-hmm. I did not know that Vin Diesel was going to be in this movie, uh, <laughs> but Vin Diesel is in this movie. Completely forgot about him being in this movie, like. <laughs> It wasn't until I was watching it, and then I was like, that's Vin Diesel. I was like, oh my gosh. And so I went again, like IMTB, and I was like, that is him. Just in case if my (laughs) eyes were like playing a trick on me. Or ears. That too. That too. He's got a very distinctive voice. Um, So he plays Private Caparzo, and he's also in Fast and the Furious, quite a few of those movies. (laughs) Triple X, Bloodshot, and Guardians of the Galaxy. And also, fun note, he plays the giant in Iron Giant. Voice yeah, he does. Giovanni Ribisi, or Ribisi, he, Ribisi. he's uh, T4 Medic Wade, and he mm-hmm. is also in Friends, Avatar, and Boiler Room. 
And also, Jeremy, real quick. Yes. Sorry. He is no also time. in um a oh my gosh, he's in a new show that is absolutely amazing. Um and for some reason I'm totally blinking on the name right now, but I will find it right now. He is Sneaky Pete. He is oh, okay. in Oh my god, that show is so good. If you haven't watched it, I highly recommend. It's still like an ongoing show, I'm pretty sure. Um, okay. But it is so good. I forget how much of an amazing actor he is. Um, I love. He kind of tends to play so. the goofy guy. He does, but in this, like, in this show, it's he kind of plays like a little gangster kind of guy or whatever. Um, but anyways, he is really really good so actually it's not on awesome. anymore it ended in 2019 so oh okay but good show <laughs> anyways go ahead nice um then last one i have on here is jeremy davies and he plays corporal up him mm-hmm. and he's also in twister justified and lost when i saw he was on justified i was like who the hell are they playing justified and then i saw who he played it was dicky right. and i was like oh my god that's right <laughs> That character. <laughs> oh, Lord. I love that character. I know. He's such He's, an idiot. I, I love him. Was He's literally so going to say the same thing. <laughs> He's so dumb. It's so good. Just I know. He's, just like, He's so easy to manipulate. Didn't he deputize him once? Yes. To help him? <laughs> He's like, he deputized me. I had to. <laughs> it's like, it's not a thing. <laughs> just kidding. No. <laughs> him it was oh, man. that was that was that was genius anyway yeah, also was. if you haven't seen justified watch that one that was great amazing good old show. uh uh timothy oliphant there um, yes all right so that's what i have for the cast list i think there's okay. more there's obviously german sh- soldiers and things oh, like there's that, so much more yeah there's a lot there's um and all of the principal actors except for matt damon underwent several days of grueling army training it's about a week mm-hmm. um is actually with the same guy that Tom Hanks did training with for Forrest Gump, and so mm-hmm. Tom Hanks already knew it was like because the guys were like, "Oh, it's gonna be like a camping trip." Tom Hanks was like, "No, you guys are fucked." <laughs> like, he's like, "Oh no, uh, no. <laughs> no, it isn't. <laughs> no, it is not." So, <laughs> Just kidding. Uh, but Matt Damon was spared from this training so that the other actors would resent him and would convey that feeling in their performances. <laughs> Yep. It's kind of funny. Because they do. They're like, I hope this guy's worth it. Like, this is dumb. <laughs> right? Yeah, they're like, this is stupid. <laughs> I don't want to do this. I'm just kidding. So, for those who don't know, um, which is, so here's the thing. Let me first off by saying, this is the first time I've watched this movie. Um, <gasps> really? I had never seen, yeah, I had never seen it before. Um, wow. I know it was the same for you for 13 hours. So, this yes. is that one for me. Um, I had never seen it before. I had seen some of the opening scene where they hit the beach um, uh-huh. at my uncle's house years ago, like years and years ago, where he got like a new surround sound system and like he had right. this whole thing. Like he doesn't, he doesn't even have this house anymore. So like this ages ago, and like <laughs> right. um, but he had this whole like surround sound system and everything. He wanted to show how awesome it was, so he turns on Saving Private Ryan. For the oh my gosh. <laughs> Oh my gosh, and that's like a 24-minute, like, long... We didn't watch the whole thing, because I think my mom probably told him to turn it off. Yeah. I was probably a teenager at the time, and Uh then my younger brother would have been, like, 
younger than that. Like ten, <laughs> like, nine. <laughs> yeah, like ten ish. Maybe maybe a little older than that, but not by yeah. much. Like right. no more than twelve. Right. So, um so I think we only watched a couple minutes. I think it was just to hear the sound and like mm-hmm. we didn't really watch it. So that was the only thing that like I had ever like seen or heard. That's a really interesting like, movie it was only, to put like, on. Maybe five minutes. So, right, right. Like, it wasn't that long. Um, yeah, how funny. And it just, it was one of those things I just never got around to seeing. And so, yeah. um, it I mean, it's a good, Netflix. yeah, it's a good, it's a good movie. Um, it is a good movie. It's mm-hmm. worth the watch. Definitely. I don't know that I'd sit down and watch it again unless, like, other people were like, hey, we should watch Saving Private Ryan. Um, right. But, I, I mean, if I'm being honest, it's only my, like, second third time third at most like watching it so Uh i think i watched it a second time when travis and i first got together because he's really into like war movies and stuff like that Mm so um but yeah it's not something that i'm like oh i'm just gonna put this on in the background because uh no thank you no uh, it's it's especially that first like almost half hour of the movie is in tense so so my husband was saying that this movie was the first movie to actually depict war in such graphic like terms mm-hmm. and like realistic like this right. was the first one to do that um so um yeah it, it did kind of break those barriers mm-hmm. um it did kind of open the door for more lifelike war right. type movies that we have now because um, i mean war is not pretty you know no it's, it's not. not it's gruesome people lose limbs it's, people yeah. get cut in half like people mm-hmm. scream out for their mothers like yeah that happens um but that's a real thing so yeah you can't be uh, yeah. uh sensitive to that sorry you just can't <laughs> well you, i mean insensitive in the like, sense of like you can't like pretend that it's you know rose-colored glasses right. and stuff like that i guess that's what i meant not sensitive in like, the sense of like yeah not you know, like censoring you don't want to be right no yeah because yeah. i mean it's it's war it's it's gory it is what it is you know so yeah anyways so the movie opens up with them landing at um, Omaha Beach in Normandy, France. Mm-hmm. And um, so real quick, I mean, I know most of you know this because we all went through school, uh, but mm-hmm. World War II lasted from 1939 to 1945. Mm-hmm. Um, the Pearl Harbor attack happened December 7th, 1941, and then mm-hmm. America invaded northern France June 6th, 1944, which is when this movie opens on mm-hmm. D-Day. Uh, yeah. It was the largest seaborne invasion in history. So the coast of Normandy was split into five sectors, Utah, Omaha, Gold, Juno, and Sword. So I had read somewhere that originally they were going to name the um, the beaches off of some fish, oh. which is why you have Sword, Juno, and Gold. Uh-huh. But then, like, I'm trying to remember where I saw this. I'm going to see if I can find it and add it into, like, our show notes and stuff. Uh-huh. So I'm hoping I'm, I'm going to articulate what I remember seeing. I hope I get it right. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so it was fish names and then something had changed or something. And that's how you end up with Utah and Omaha because I think maybe Omaha. Cause there might be some kind of fish with like Utah in it. Mm-hmm. But yeah. Um, Interesting. There's a swordfish, obviously. Juno. There's a fish, a Juno fish, and then gold, like goldfish. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <And> so, <laughs> uh, that's kind of funny. So anyways, it, yeah. So they were originally supposed to be after fish and not like it's it's a weird little thing. Anyways, yeah. I'll see if I can find it and link it. 
Um, I personally have walked both Utah and Omaha beaches. Um, here's what's really weird. They're just a beach. Mm-hmm. Like, you walk around, you're like, it's it's just a beach. Like, it's so many years later now that it's like, it's a beach where people go to do beach things. Wow. <laughs> like, it's so weird. So, like, at both beaches, there are, um, or right near the beaches, there are, um memorials and things like that so i believe it's omaha beach i Mm -hmm. don't get this right because it's been a couple years since i've been there one of the beaches has one of the best museums um it's better there's still some bunkers i'm in on our social media i'll post pictures i took when we were there Um, yeah because there's also a cafe and this cafe which now i'm totally blanking on the name of the cafe was amazing it's like i'll have pictures of that too but the lady who ran the cafe is real small. We were there in France very first week in March or second mm-hmm. week in March. So it was cold as hell. And it was like, oh, I bet. it was like maybe 45 degrees, 50 degrees out there. And it was yeah. like overcast and chilly and we're in jackets. Like this is not like a beachy beach day. And like mm-hmm. hardly anybody was out there. By the way, if you ever travel across like out of the country, go on off seasons early early spring because then you can do whatever you want because like nobody's around <laughs> so, mm-hmm. um but this cafe was run by this woman who spoke only french uh she did not speak english um and my french is better now than it was but it was still pretty rudimentary um and so she came over and she had this chalkboard menu that was like uh, you know, it's just like what they had for the day, and she uh-huh. sets it up like we're in this little tiny chairs and table, and she just sets it on a chair and she points to it, and gestures to it. And, All right, <laughs> I was like, well, I recognize omelet fromage. I'm gonna take that with some frites <laughs> and a cheese omelet with French fries. <laughs> so I was like, I know what that is. I'm gonna eat that. <laughs> and so, uh, but she also had all these patches all along the walls, and again, like I said, I'll have pictures of all this. Mm-hmm. Um, all these patches. From different military, police departments, all over the world, from all over the world. And my husband has his own patches from his business that he does. And he does, um, anyways, it, it, so it kind of kind of ties in. And so uh-huh. he showed her his patch and gestured. And she smiled and she goes, yeah, she runs in the back, comes back with a hammer and a nail. And she lets him hammer his company patch up on her wall. Aww. And I've got a video of that. So, again, we'll share all this. Um, That's so cool. It was really cool. It was such a cool little moment. And, like, we had a few people come and go. But, uh, yeah, the cafe was really cool. Um, mm-hmm. The food was delicious. The lady was amazing. Um, and then, like I said, the there are a bunch of museums. Now, we did not make it to the grave, uh, the cemetery. Uh-huh. Uh, honestly, it's really hard to find shit out there because you can't read anything. So, right. Like, <laughs> unless you do all your research at home prior and like have it all mapped out, you're not going to make it. <laughs> so, right. <laughs> um, so we didn't make it to any of the cemeteries or anything like that, but we did walk the beaches. We walked uh, through the museums and um, that's actually, it is a lot like the coast of Normandy. It was, it, it's a long coast. So really realistically, we were only able to get to two of the beaches because it's too long of a coast. Right. Um, but we did stay in Deauville in Normandy, which also is which is also kind of a trip. It's like a beach town. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Super interesting. <laughs> but right. it, it, it does tie in, I swear. So. Well, yeah. I mean, it's kind of because, I mean, you see the movie and then you go and you, I'm sure if you visit it, I mean, well, not I'm sure, but you just said, like, when you visit it, it's it's normal. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's super normal. Like, it's just like, oh, it's just a beach. 
Right. <laughs> like, it's so bizarre. And so in the movie, they didn't film at Normandy. They actually filmed off the coast of Ireland. Mm-hmm. Um, and enlisted a whole bunch of Irish soldiers uh, for their extras, including uh, actual amputees for some of those who had lost limbs and stuff. Wow. Yeah. Which is kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, so this whole movie, it's first you have the landing, and then, um, you know, and there's thousands of people lost their lives and mm-hmm. on both sides in but you get this flash into the US and this lady realizes that a mother is about to get three notifications out of three of her four sons have died. Ugh, yeah. She has to get all of them on the same day. Uh so they decide let's go save the fourth one so she's not lost, you know, she shouldn't lose all her children. Mm-hmm. And so that fourth one is uh Private Ryan uh, mm-hmm. who Jump was in the 101st Airborne and jumped in and everything. So, obviously, World War II is a real war. That really happened. Mm-hmm. We really did land on Normandy. All that stuff. Now, this story itself is loosely based off of actual brothers. Um, though it's not really... Um, yeah. It's, it's not doesn't really follow it. But yeah, it's the Neeland brothers. Edward, Preston, Robert, and Frederick mm-hmm. uh, from New York. And... I believe Frederick was the one to survive. Um, Preston and Edward also survived, but they had thought he died because he ended up being a POW for over a year. Wow. Um, but Preston and Robert did die, uh-huh. for sure. So, anyways. Yeah, okay. that is interesting. And then, of course, now it's these guys are tasked. After landing on Normandy, they survived Normandy, and now they're tasked with going to find one single person. And they're mm-hmm. kind of pissed about it, which, I mean, I kind of get. They're like, what's so special about this person? Like, who mm-hmm. the hell cares? Like, he's right. a private. He's not a general. He's not a colonel. He's not, you know, right. he's a private. Right. That's it. Like, what are we doing here? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, which I can't understand. I think I kind of feel well, similar. <laughs> Well, yeah. This person's so special, they get to leave and we're still fucking stuck here. (laughs) Right. Well, that and it's kind of like, you know, and because I think at one point in the movie, you know, because it it does come up, you know, and they're like, well, I'm a son, you know, like my, I have a mother, (laughs) you know, who would, you know, mourn me if, if I was you know, killed in action too. Right. So, like we all have stuff. mothers. Right. <laughs> like, so, but at the same time, I do understand because this poor mother is already getting three letters all yeah. in the same day. I mean, I know mm-hmm. it's, it's, you know, it's a fictional story, this part, but right. at the same time, like I can't imagine, I mean, I'm sure there are parents that have, you know, received the news of their children dying now you know, i've like heard this. somewhere and mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know if this is true but i'd heard somewhere years ago that now the u.s military will not allow all sons to serve at the same time that's what i had heard too and now i would sure assume that during truth. that war time like world war Two, is probably uh-huh. a little different but like right. so i don't know if that's like changed later on uh-huh. to, to that to where it's you know right some poor sons. family is yeah 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 so i don't sure. know if anybody sure knows either. let us know yeah <laughs> we'll look it up too but <laughs> i am curious because that yeah um but yeah so i can totally understand their like questioning of like why <laughs> mm-hmm. you know right 
because yeah, that's a long. He hasn't that, done anything special. He hasn't earned any medals. He's right. You know, he's not some special person. You know, he's not some intelligence <laughs> person. You know, he's not right. someone in intelligence that has like secret information. Like this is just exactly. a dude who just happens to be part of a family that's like right, got, right. Which is terrible. Like that's awful. Oh, yeah. But at the same time, it's kind of like, uh, so you're gonna take these other eight guys on this special mission, <laughs> you mm. know, and... Well, it was, like, it was Tom Hanks' character who said, you know, each person I've killed, like, I've saved so many others. And right. so now, with this, I'm saving one and killing, like, the, you know, the scales are unbalanced now. Mm-hmm. The, you know, a different direction. And right. you know... I get it. Yeah, definitely. I do, too. Um, and I think so one of the things that's kind of funny is Spielberg mm-hmm. he had cast Damon for this role because he wanted an unknown actor mm-hmm. who had the all-American look to play Private Ryan mm-hmm. however he did not bet on Matt Damon winning an Oscar for Goodwill <laughs> Hunting that came out just prior to all this getting like basically in post-production and became a superstar overnight <laughs> oh my god that's hilarious oh. yeah I will say, um, for whatever reason, I like a lot of his movies that he's in, but I'm not mm-hmm. a huge fan of Matt Damon. And I don't know what it is, and I don't know why, but if I see that he's in it, I'm a little more hesitant on wanting to watch it. And I don't know why. I have nothing against the guy. It's just, I don't know. He's just... He ends up in these really good movies, though. He does. And that, like, <laughs> okay, like, we were talking about, like, The Martian. Like, I... right freaking love so the martian good. and he's so good in that right and then to um interstellar like i yep. love interstellar and i mean he's got a smaller part in that one right um but there is still like a storyline that like you know it involves him and obviously. i really like the jason Bourne movie right. i really do <laughs> like... yeah but i don't know and and like i'll i'll watch him and i'll end up like loving the movie or whatever you know he's in but it's just i don't know there's just something about him that i'm not like oh yeah like i i love it like, because you, you know, go, he's in it oh, it's man, just i like the you movie don't think it, you, you think it's it's more like it's a great movie in spite of matt damon but like, right right because there's certain <laughs> it's movies not a that great I, movie because of matt damon right exactly because <laughs> there are certain movies that if there's a certain actor playing in there i will definitely 100 watch it just because they're in it you know right and I guess that's what I'm saying. Like in this, I'm like, Meh, Matt Damon's just Matt Damon. It's kind of like Ben Affleck too. And like, I think maybe because the two of them were so close and like such good friends. Boston boys. Yeah. And I'm like, but I don't really care for you guys. Cause even, I feel the same way about Ben Affleck too. Like there's just certain things. See for that me, I'm like, Ben mm. Affleck, I like Ben Affleck if he's directing the film. If he's going to direct it, I'm there for it. Mm-hmm. But if he's not directing it, I don't even care. I right. Don't know, nothing. I, don't, I don't even want to watch it. Like, well, it's just not my jam. It was kind of funny, and I know, so sorry, total sidetrack, side note, but we ended up watching, um, I think it was the Justice League or something like that. Um, Ugh, I won't and, watch it. And it had, um, he was playing Batman, and I was like, just totally. horrible casting. Yeah. Why? Exactly. Why would they do that? That's literally why I won't watch it. I'm like, no, <laughs> I'm not. not I watched that. it, and I was like, I'm angry. I'm upset. I don't like this. I couldn't finish it. I think the kids, like, finished it, but I was like, I don't want to watch this. <laughs> Yeah. Anyways, but back to this movie. Back um to this movie. I Super think it's kind right. of right. I think it's kind of funny how I, 
at the start of this, you know, him filming and everything and casting and all that, yeah, he was not super was well nobody. known. Yeah. He yeah. was just this dude who's another actor. And then he had to go and win an Oscar. <laughs> I know. Um, and speaking of Oscars, so this, uh, the Oscar year for this movie, it was the one of the biggest upsets and uh, of Oscar season ever that people really. Because Shakespeare in Love won over this movie. And you want to know who was uh, vying for Shakespeare in Love? Harvey Weinstein. Oh. Yeah. Starting to connect all little dots, right? Yeah. And he (laughs) was like basically bad-mouthing this movie, saying that it was like inaccurate and uh, like all the inaccuracies and everything. And so it was actually one of the largest Oscar upsets that people believe it was like. Like, they got robbed. They're like, no, this one should have done it. Right. Um, wow. Interesting. Yeah, so it's the biggest Oscar controversy. Hmm. Wow. Yeah. Um, and this movie was shot in 59 days. 25 of those days were for the beach scenes alone. Wow. I know. <laughs> That's crazy. That's like half. <laughs> no. It's <laughs> nuts. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. And um, so, and they, you know, like we had talked about earlier, how they had gone with as authentic as possible. Mm-hmm. So not only was Spielberg, like, commended by veterans who were there, who said, like, he captured the authenticity really well, but, like, the sound mixing for this movie was so authentic mm-hmm. that uh, United States Marine Corps plays the uh, sound effects of the Omaha Beach landing over loudspeakers during the crucible when the um, Marines are doing their final like yeah boot camp crucible thing. Um, likewise, and I got this directly from my brother who serves in the army. Likewise, the U.S. Army plays the same sound effects when doing their final live fire drill. Oh, crazy! Yeah, he's like it is super intense. It's horrible. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> I'm sure <laughs> they have like charges that go off, and then they do live fire, and uh, they're crawling through the mud and the dirt. And he says, and then over the loudspeakers, they play the Saving Private Ryan, like that whole thing, just to make it even more intense. Mm. That's nuts. <laughs> Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. No thanks. No thanks. <laughs> And he says, oh, and they do this after you've been awake for about 36 hours. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No. I was like, oh, no. (laughs) Mm -mm. Um, But yeah, so I just thought that was kind of interesting that like, that's how like authentic that Spielberg worked to make it happen. And um, I love when, I love when, when directors do that. I like when they really try to make it as like authentic as possible mm-hmm. um i think that's really cool because it just kind of adds a little bit more of like i guess like respect in a way like too especially when you're well, looking at like real events real things mm-hmm. you know especially with war and stuff like that even though maybe the story may not 100 percent be you know based on a true story but it's still based off of a real event, you know, mm-hmm. and yeah, I think that's really cool. When they well, do I think that. the other thing, too, is the more realistic and the more, like, authentic they work to make these happen, the longer the movie holds up over time. Exactly, yeah. Um, 
you know, because now we are in the age of CGI and actors acting. Mm-hmm. I, I feel like a lot of times, like, especially with, like, things like Guardians of the Galaxy and right. the Avenger movies, they're basically acting in front of green or blue screens. Like, mm-hmm. that's, that, and then everything else is just computer generated. Yeah. And so it's, you know, which now we have the technology and it'll hold up and everything, but mm-hmm. uh, at least I think it will. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. not. And, but, like, when that wasn't available or the technology wasn't as good, mm-hmm. having directors, like, and Spielberg's known for this, mm-hmm. having, making it as real as possible and, you know, using practical effects go a long way and work, right. you know, work so much longer even as technology changes, you can still watch it and be impressed by it mm-hmm. and not be removed, you know, taken out of the scene all of a sudden. You're like, oh, that's not real. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, um... <laughs> And so, you know, Spielberg has done this uh, with Jurassic Park, which is why that holds up for so long. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, you got Jurassic Park and Jaws and all that. And Indiana Jones, like, you watch it now and, like, all that still holds up because it's so much more practical effects than, you know, than relying on computers that maybe weren't up to speed at the time. And, right. You know, it takes quite the um, visionary to do that. Yeah. So. Definitely. And one of the things I did want to talk about, too, mm-hmm. is, uh, which I was surprised to read this, in 2006, Tom Hanks was inter- inducted into the U.S. Army Rangers Hall of Fame as an honorary member due to his portrayal of Captain John Miller. Hmm. Which I thought That's was pretty cool. That's interesting. That is. Yeah. Of course, you know, he's also fought in Vietnam and... <laughs> <laughs> piloted planes <laughs> right <laughs> send all these things <laughs> yeah mm-hmm. um what's the other oh and however captain john miller never existed so the headstone you see at the end was brought in for the movie so but his portrayal as somebody you know as a uh-huh. ranger but their c company i think they're a c company charlie company uh that company did exist so oh, okay yeah, and then they were talking about like Matt Damon, the hundred first airborne, being dropped all over Normandy. That's uh-huh. also that's that's basically what Band of Brothers is about. Mm-hmm. And so, hundred uh, first airborne did exist, um, mm-hmm. and uh, which is so. also a great show. It's I have never show. made it all the way through. Really? You know, I have such a hard time getting. I know he's only in the beginning, it- but freaking David Schwimmer. I was like, I know who the hell picked that. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. But yes, but the rest of it is really good. That's what I've heard. So, I yeah. I have watched all the way through. I think like the next day after they've dropped down mm-hmm. into Normandy, and then I just I haven't gotten around to. We own it. I could watch it anytime I want. We have oh, HBO. I know. I could watch it through that. I just you know. <laughs> right. Oh, and just as an FYI, um, well, I guess it doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> no. So this movie was on Netflix. <laughs> um, its last day on Netflix was April 30th. Mm-hmm. Hopefully you guys saw our post about that. Um, yes. Because we went ahead and posted that it, you know, we're going to do it at the end of May. Um, however, it leaves Netflix April 30th. So we'll give I guess, you guys a little insight. Yeah. We are actually recording this on April 29th right now. 
Yes. Sorry. Um, So we're doing it like ahead in advance. So that's kind of what popped into my head. Now that being said, we don't know where it's going to pop up next. No, it is on. I mean, it's on Prime if you want to rent it or buy it. Yeah, but usually like Prime, like if it's like available on Prime for Prime watchers or for a rental. Uh, Well, sorry, that's on Prime. Right. I guess what I meant is that you can watch it on Amazon Prime for renting or yeah you probably can i'm gonna make the wild guess that after it's off of netflix you most likely can go ahead and purchase and or rent it through amazon uh, oh yeah download definitely because i know be available whether Mm -hmm. it's gonna pop up in another streaming service we don't know yeah because i did look and i checked like my hbo and things like that and it's not on there so and it's not on hulu either but with it being May and Memorial Day, um, or not Memorial Day, but like, you know, Memorial Day is in the month of May. Sometimes right. certain uh, streaming services will like allow these movies to be played on there. So just if you want to check it out, check it out. So or if possible. you own it, watch it again. Yeah, <laughs> yeah for sure. Uh so yeah, again, we don't know where it's gonna pop up next, but yeah. again, like Amazon's usually a sure bet that if you're okay spending a few dollars to rent it or buy it, you could probably do that. That's probably definitely probably be the yeah. easiest way to do it. And then you'll have it. Well, I mean, if you buy it, you'll have it forever. But if you just rent <laughs> it, just have it for the rental. Um, I do know that it is available it, in uh, 4K. So if you have a 4K TV, Ooh. that would be pretty cool. Uh, to watch it on there. So, anyways, yeah, just throwing that out there. <laughs> Good to know. Anyways, um, but it's if you haven't watched it, it is worth the watch. I it is. like I said, it was my first time watching it, and I'm glad I watched it. Um, mm-hmm. it is it it receives a ton of accolades. It's on a lot of uh must watch lists. Um, mm-hmm. it's so it it is definitely one of those. Things. It's got a good cast list too. Um, they mm-hmm. all do an amazing job. Um, in in all of their characters in portraying um. And especially because, I mean, it's from the 90s. So you see a lot of people in there that are still around um, Mm -hmm. and are still making movies, still doing their thing, you know. But it's really interesting watching them play, especially like Vin Diesel. Uh, oh, I know. I was like, oh my god, he's a baby. <laughs> I know. Um, so I think he's like one of the, uh, you know, one of the main ones for me that I'm like, oh my god, one I completely forgot he was in this movie. Um, mm-hmm. So it was really interesting seeing him kind of pop up in there, you know, where, and then um, Adam Goldberg is another one. Um, mm-hmm. He, I, <laughs> I don't know why, because obviously he's done a lot of other movies. Um, but right. for me, <laughs> I always remember him as Chandler's roommate for a short period of time where he plays oh, like kind of the, the crazy guy, uh, that he tries to like, it's when Joey moves out and then, um, he, you know, gets another roommate and stuff. So anyways, that's who <laughs> like whatever, <laughs> for whatever reason, he will always be that character in my head. Uh, so when I saw him in this movie, I was like, oh my god, it's so weird to see him like play such a, you know, like a, a, a serious like role. Um, right. Because in, in the show, he plays a weirdo. Um, but anyways. <laughs> um, so yeah, the cast list is really interesting, and it's really good cast list, obviously. Um, 
everybody does an amazing job um, in the movie. So one of the other things I want to talk about in the movie mm-hmm. was the whole thing where they call him in the movie. He's listed as Steamboat Willie. He was the German soldier uh-huh. that was um, talking with uh, the corp- corporal, the uh-huh. corporal Upham and everything. And he is the one at the end of the movie who stabs um, Private Mellish uh-huh. to death. And comes down the stairs and sees Upham like just shaking. Yep. And just walks right by him. Yeah. Um. So that is the same. That is they call him. Like I said, they call him Steamboat Willie, which is uh-huh. awesome. that is him. And he's the one who recognizes Upham. That's when Upham shoots him. And so, there. I was reading on this, and Upham fires one and only shot in this movie, and is a kill shot, which means his. <laughs> Which means his uh, accuracy is 100%. Right. <laughs> like, it's a little funny, but not. <laughs> so, but um, one of the things I want to talk about is the fact that they did let him go. The um, Steamboat Willie. Uh-huh. Um, they let him go. And I feel like even though he came back and, it, you know, and killed one of their men. And mm-hmm. maybe, you know, and shot at them later on. I still feel like they still did the right thing. Uh huh. With not like immediately killing him, killing him uh, once he had killed the medic. Um, I just it was one of those like, yeah, maybe you could justify it saying, oh, he'll come back and kill us, but you don't know that he will. You don't mm-hmm. know what really happened. Maybe right. he'll end up getting captured by other Americans, end up as a prisoner of war. You you don't know. Mm-hmm. You don't have a crystal ball. I'm sure if they knew how it was gonna go, they probably would have killed him. But because you don't know, like. The fact they let him go, I don't know. I feel like, I mean, it was the right right call, in my opinion. So. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you had other feelings or thoughts or. Um. Yes and no. Like I do, I do understand what you're saying as far as like you don't know. Um. It just, I guess, in in the movie, you you do end up seeing that he does end up killing one of them right um but yeah i guess i mean i guess yeah i I can agree in what you said about them not killing him in the like the first time uh right and stuff but um, i mean i get it like war is ugly and everything but i feel like there's certain choices that you can still make right help you save your humanity and Mm -hmm. i think just executing someone i don't know and maybe because I mean, you can also make the argument, well, they're not in a position to take prisoners. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, if they were in a position to take prisoners, then it makes sense to take them as a prisoner. Right. But they're not in a position to do that. No. And maybe you can make the argument that because they weren't, and for, I mean, you could shoot him, but he's, he did right. technically surrender. So, I mean, it, it is. It's one exactly. Of those, it's a murky thing. It's, it is. Yeah. I'm, yeah. And I think I the argument ensuing over it was a legitimate argument for both. You know, mm-hmm. both sides of the the coin there is like, well, we can just kill him. You know, right? I've got no problem just doing it. You know, <laughs> like he's like, you know, let's just make him walk away and mm-hmm. you know. But yeah, Upham was a uh, interesting character. I wasn't sure. I mean, they brought him along because he spoke French and German. Mm-hmm. But like the whole thing about him being the ammo runner, uh-huh. like. Oh man, it made me so mad. I'm like, dude, they need help. Like, I, uh-huh. I like, 
I know it's horrible. I know everything going on is awful and terrible. But get your shit together and go yep. help your fellow fellow soldiers. You've been walking with these guys for days. Like you've been hanging out with these it's guys. See, like Yeah. Like like do you like you have a job now. Your job is not to sit here and talk to the enemy because mm-hmm. that's what you were talk that was your job. Your right. job is not that right now. Your job is to help your fellow your brothers and like and, and like, seeing I guess in that in towards the end when um when Upham is Melish. coming is okay. yeah, so when he's coming up and he, like uh it it just kind of bothered me that he could hear the struggle, he could hear Melish, you know, like needing help and yeah. he just kind of didn't fucking do anything. <laughs> Melish and, is dead because of Upham. I firmly yeah, believe that. I and, um, firmly believe that it, it yeah, Steamboat Willie's the one who put the knife in him. Yeah. But that could have been avoided, and I feel like, like that he death could... is on Upham. Exactly. And I guess that's the part where I'm like, okay, like, I get the part of letting Steamboat Willie go that first time, but right. you're there, and you he is actively trying mm-hmm. to kill, you know, like, your, like, your people, your person, you know, and, right. and, and you're there, and you can do something, but you're... Not maybe that's harsh of me because obviously I've never been in that type of situation and but at the same time like that is your job like that's what you're there for. Like (laughs) I get it. I know that people freeze up. Like it happens. Like people freeze up in times of you know great stress, war, what have Mm -hmm. you. You know, and people do freeze up and they don't. They can't move. They don't know what to do. And right, yeah, he was. He's probably a paper pusher. Yeah, I mean, he even said, "I only held a rifle during." basic training like so he is a paper pusher but at the same time like this is yes this is the worst skirmish they've been in but it's not the only one they've been in right and it's one of those like look man you're gonna have to figure out how to you know compartmentalize Mm -hmm. like put this in a box and like right now is not that time (laughs) right you can fall apart later absolutely 100 percent. but right now you need to put it away and you need to figure out and focus on what needs to get done because Mm -hmm. Your guys are dying and they need ammo and you're not doing you're not doing, you're doing it. your They're job. They're calling yeah. out for you. Yeah. They're calling your name. They're mm-hmm. trying to figure out where you are. They need help and you're just shivering in a corner. Right. Like right. It was really infuriating to watch. I'm like it move. was. Yes. <laughs> like I watched that like, was <laughs> move. <laughs> that was me as he was like on the stairs and I was like you're yeah. right there. You can <laughs> like, hear him dying oh God, and you literally. still can't move. Like, right. You can hear and him then dying even, and you can't do it. Mm-hmm. And then even when, when he walks by him down the stairs and he's just shaking and like, and I'm like, oh my god, like, I don't know. I know. That just, that, that right like, there. Even Steamboat like, no. Willie doesn't seem as a threat. He's like, if he could have no. done something, he would have. Like Exactly. exactly. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah. That, yeah, up um, was Oh, it made me crazy. Yeah. I was like, move. (laughs) Like, your your guys are calling out for you. They need, Uh they're all like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm like, yeah, because dummy over there just hold on to ammo. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, you know. in a corner. Exactly. Uh, Anyways, yeah, yeah. he was infuriating. I didn't really care. I know. (laughs) I know. It's almost like he was borderline a conscientious objector. Uh Uh-huh. Like, Almost that to that point, but like, what was the movie where is the conscientious objector? Um, 
They did recently. It was um, I want to say it might have. Uh, oh gosh, what was that one? Not Anyways, sure. it was recently. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was like right around the same time Dunkirk came out, but it was. Um... Oh, was it Midway? No, not Midway. Oh. Um, but it was. Sure. That's gonna bug me because now I can't remember who it was. Um. <laughs> Anyways, but like he's a conscientious objector, and he doesn't fire around the entire time, but he goes in and saves a whole bunch of men. Uh-huh. Like he's still active participant in what's going right. on. <laughs> Right. And whereas, like, you know, Upham is just like staying around. Like he watched the medic die. Like he's mm-hmm. watched all these people die. Like this is not. I mean, yeah, it's more intense because you've got the tanks and their actual battle, and you've got the guy right. in the tower. Like it's a whole thing. Like it's an organized play and thing. But like, I don't know. I think that just made me mad. It was like it's not your first skirmish. Like mm-hmm. get it together, man. Like right. Come on, help your brothers out. Exactly. Anyways. Yeah, it made me angry. Yep, same. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, so the battles, uh, the Normandy one, where the beach landing, and then the ending battle, um, both were around 25 minutes long. So both large battles took up roughly almost an hour of the movie. Wow. Yeah. Which is crazy. Yeah, because this movie's long. It's, yeah. Yeah. Long well, like, movie. <laughs> you know, you watch the Normandy landing, and I was just like, oh my god, it just keeps going. Like, <laughs> yep. I think there was like a part of me that, that, you know, like, you know, like, obviously it didn't end right away. Like, it was a thing that was, but like, in the movie, for them to do it that way was like, holy shit, like, it just keeps going and mm-hmm. going and going. And like, uh, yep. yeah. And that's like the first, like, because I mean, it doesn't open up with that scene it opens up with him or with at the time you don't know who the older gentleman is but he's standing like at the cemetery um right and stuff that's what they open up with but then you he does like his flashback if you will well it's not really his flashback right. but that's where like the movie starts is when they're <gasps> in their boats and they're making their way up and then it's just absolute chaos for the next like yeah 30 minutes <laughs> oh i know like one guy's pu- <laughs> you know and they pu- puking off the side of the ship which is a real thing too because yeah the uh the surf was really rough oh god yeah um, that and then you got you got the nerves of like okay we're going into this and you oh, know, know there's a chance of like we don't know who's gonna make it we don't know if i'm gonna there's make no it one in front of me. Like, there's yeah. no one in front of me except the enemy this is exactly. not gonna go well like exactly. that's terrifying so I to just, combine those oh, nerves God. with like like the rough yeah. seas is oh my god yeah no thank you yeah so here's the thing so the obstacles you see when they land on Normandy, those big X's, mm-hmm. so they were designed to rip apart hulls of the ships because mm-hmm. the Germans had assumed that the landing would happen at high tide. So at high tide, you wouldn't be able to see them. Oh. Um, and so that because the Germans assumed that they would land at high tide, so they'd have less beach to run across. Mm-hmm. However, they landed at low tide, mm-hmm. and so all of those X's that were there that were supposed to like be, be invisible, stuff, yeah, were rendered useless. Right. <laughs> and which was I was like, Oh, that's kind of interesting, so Yeah, that is interesting. Uh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, I was like I didn't know that either. I was like, Oh, that's kinda cool. Mm-hmm. Um one of the other things I want to talk about too is uh Tom Sizemore mm-hmm. was battling drug addiction during filming and he's ongoing drug addiction. 
So Steven Spielberg told him that he would be drug tested every single day on set before filming. If he showed up positive once, Sizemore would be immediately fired and every single one of his scenes would be reshot with a different actor. Oh, wow. Um, He said even if it was the last day of shooting, he would do it. And so Sizemore stayed sober the entire time of filming, but of course would later relapse after filming this. So he actually passed every drug test he had to take and then... And then after this, wow. I think it's a lifelong struggle for him. Mm-hmm. That's but, so crazy. Um, I didn't realize I have to that. say, like, that's, you know, and I don't know if it was because of working with Spielberg or the project or what, but I'm just curious, like, with Sizemore, like, what was like, okay, I'll stay mm-hmm. sober for this, you know. Right. So I don't know. But, I mean, it must have been something where he's like nope i'm gonna stay sober for this so i can make this happen right be a thing yeah definitely that's really crazy i didn't realize that um that's that's pretty intense it's sad. <laughs> it yeah. is i mean that yeah that's that's um but i mean i like that spielberg still like hired him on as an actor you know and gave him the chance it gave him the chance but also gave him very strict boundaries and strict you know Mm -hmm. like this is what it is and this is what will happen you know and so kind of gave him that chance to be a part of something that you know ended up being you know really well made and and something that is obviously still talked about too right um so that's cool yeah and then sizemore went on to do black hawk down so yeah definitely so Crazy. Uh, yeah. Um, and the censor board of India said that this film had too much violence and asked it to be cut out. And Spielberg had denied their request and simply decided not to release it in India. He's like, oh, no, then I guess you're not getting a movie. <laughs> so the home minister of India heard about this. Uh huh. He watched the movie, was so impressed of, by the movie that he allowed the movie to be shown uncut. Wow. So he basically, like, overruled them and was right. like, nope, we're going to show this movie. Yeah. Um, which is pretty crazy. Now, I did also read, which I didn't write down, that um, for Veterans Day in November, I think in, like, 2004, mm-hmm. ABC wanted to film this movie uncut <laughs> on their channel, uh-huh. like, as is. Uh-huh. And, um, but I guess they, I guess some networks did, some didn't, like, depending on, like, who kind of owned the the charter area uh-huh. kind of um because they were still recovering over backlash from the infamous halftime show with uh Timberlake and oh. Janet Jackson and so like <laughs> still the backlash from that bullshit <laughs> like, they were like so anyways i guess yeah. some places it filmed others it didn't so they they put on something else that i didn't recognize i was like what the hell is that so anyways <laughs> Interesting. Um, yeah, I thought it was kind of funny that ABC was like, we'll air this, you know, uncut. Without the yeah, uncut, I'm thinking, guys <laughs> <"Hey>, are idiots. <laughs> Should you, though? Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> you know, oh, right? No. <laughs> That's funny. Well, like, you think about it, like, there's always commercial breaks, right? Right. Because they have to have commercial breaks. Right. Like, I feel like you wouldn't be able to, like, effectively watch show this movie with commercial breaks. Like, where would you put it? Like right? you have to wait until after the first storming of Normandy which is 25 minutes of the movie mm-hmm. they're not going to do that No, their advertisers would go apeshit you cannot you cannot 
effectively like put a commercial break in between that. I'm sorry. Like you just you can't. <laughs> it's so it's, it's oh such constant gosh. movement that it's right. like all of a sudden it'd be jarring. You're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> you're like <laughs> but here's for a... <laughs> diapers or something and you're like, oh my God. <laughs> I was gonna say like a toilet paper commercial, like all right? of a sudden it comes on and you're like, wait, what? What just happened? Yeah, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> and then to cut back into it and to be like, all right, oh, so yeah. to pick up where we left off. <laughs> right? You're like because you know that every time they're going to start it, it's going to have the warning of graphic content. You're like, I know, I got it. I've been watching, you know, like, I just feel like it's a dumb move. It's not yeah. a, it's not the movie you want. Unless you're going to do it with no commercial breaks. Exactly. Right. Yeah. That's crazy. Yes, it is a very long movie. I didn't do the, I didn't check the running time on it. It is a hundred and forty nine minutes, I believe. Oh my god! I started it yesterday. I was watching it. I was like, "Oh shit! It's one thirty. How much more do I have left of this movie?" Yep. <laughs> like Same. another thirty minutes to go. It's <laughs> like, oh god. Yeah, I think I got into it and then I stopped, or not stopped. Well, I had to take a break because I had things to do, and um, and I was like, "Oh my god! I'm barely an hour into the movie. Like, what? Right? <laughs> I know. <laughs> like, okay, yeah, it's two hours and forty nine minutes." Oh my god. Yeah. Long movie. <laughs> it is a long movie. It was good though. And it I, is good. One of the other things too, so you know how when they found the first uh, Private Ryan? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, felt so bad for that guy. <laughs> She was like, oh, my no. brothers are in grammar school. <laughs> I was like, so are they dead or are they okay? And he's like, I gotta go home. And you're like, oh, you poor bastard. Right. <laughs> it's like, great. You like totally fucked up like his like train of thought now. Now he's just that like, poor oh, guy is so not into this like at all. He's no. like, oh my God, no, I gotta go home. Like, but can you, like, I just got a letter from them. <laughs> I <think I'm> know. <laughs> but can you imagine like, Okay, I mean, on their end, too, thinking, like, okay, you know, like, they all made it. They got to where they needed to be. They found the person, you know, that they're looking for, only to be like, nope, not the right person. Sorry. Right. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> yeah. JK. <laughs> oh, God. I can't imagine. And, yeah. But then to sit there and give him that, that type of news, like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, sit down. There's no easy way to say this. Right. Like, well like he's got brothers like plural so like, yes so he's like, not, like it wasn't one of those he's like i don't even have a brother i have sisters like right it wasn't even that kind of brothers they're in grammar i school. know and then the fact that they're little like i know oh my god it's horrible it's terrible but yeah i did i felt really bad for that guy too i was like oh god and then now but he's it is just... like a little funny but not right and then, you know, you hear him where he's like, I don't even, I want to go home. Like, I want to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I want to go home. And then Tom, his character, he's like, all right, bye. <laughs> like, we got to go find the other guy. I can't deal with this right now. I got to right. go. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, completely fucked this guy up, but got to go. Sorry. Yeah. JK. <laughs> but, yeah. But yeah, it's intense. <laughs> but I think that kind of concludes our movie for today. Mm-hmm. Um, unless you've got more you want to talk about. Uh, no, I think that's yeah, yeah. All right. Um, so this movie does conclude our May Memorial Military Month. It does. Um, I hope you guys kind of enjoyed this. Um, there's obviously there's so many more out there that we could yes. have picked and watched and 
Um, who knows, maybe next year that's what we'll do. And if you do have a suggestion of what we should have watched, be sure to email us at thecaffeinatedbesties at gmail.com. It might be your favorite military movie. Um, we are also on Instagram and Facebook uh, at Oi with the Coffee already. Mm-hmm. And our website is thecaffeinatedbesties.com. Yep. Um, next month, I'll go on what's coming up next month and mm-hmm. then I'll, Serena can tell you where you can listen to us. Um, next month, I am so, so excited. We are doing Summer Blockbuster Month, and I can't tell you guys how freaking excited I am. (laughs) Um, We are kicking off with the very first Summer Blockbuster, uh, Jaws. Uh We are following that up with Jurassic Park, a personal favorite of mine. Uh, Armageddon, and then Top Gun. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I forgot we had... I forgot we had Armageddon in there. I'm so I haven't excited. watched Armageddon in probably 15 years. Like, it's been so long since I've <laughs> seen that movie. I think I've only seen it once. Yeah. And I'm so excited because it's... So here's the thing. So Armageddon is done by Ridley Scott. Uh-huh. Top Gun is done by Ridley Scott's brother. Uh-huh. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And then uh-huh. Jaws and Jurassic Park are Spielberg movies. So yes. these are the summer blockbuster directors. And oh. I'm so, I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited. I can't wait. Funny thing, I don't know. Well, I'm not. I don't. I don't know why. I do know why. But every time I say or hear the word Armageddon, my mind automatically Armageddon goes, on. "Yes, for viscogeniality." <laughs> <laughs> and I just like oh, I don't go Armageddon. <laughs> I just picture Sandra Bullock saying that every time, and then like her little like snort laugh. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just, anyways, <laughs> so, but I'm super excited for next month because I love all of those movies. They're all my favorites. And yeah, it's just, I'm like, excited. Like, I can feel the excitement inside of me. Like, I really just want to start watching all the movies right now. So I'm so stoked. Super, super excited. Oh, we watched Jurassic Park pretty much like on the daily here because that is a favorite of ours so good Uh, so good it is and yeah jaws i'm really excited to introduce the kids to jaws Jaws. um love jaws although i'm not sure i should show it to mark because i don't want him to freak him out he loves sharks but i don't know if this might wait till at least he's at least in the double digits maybe (laughs) (laughs) older (laughs) um i mean he's watched the meg and I mean, we love the Meg. I like, love the love Meg. Them. Yeah. Oh, it's so I love. So... Okay, here's the thing about me, guys. That you should all know. I freaking love shark movies. I don't yes. care how cheesy or like ridiculous it is. I love shark movies. I don't know yeah. why. I just do. Like, I know Jaws is technically listed as a horror movie. I've never got that really. From it. I think I didn't so. realize I that as a horror. Yeah. Aww. Yep. Which I was like, I don't, uh, like, I've heard people are like, oh, I can't watch that, it's so scary. I'm like, really? It's not scary to me at all. Like, I no. mean, like, yeah, it's cool and intense, but, like, it doesn't. I get more out. suspense than I get, like, horror, yeah. like, scary type thing. It's it's suspenseful, and it's, it's a thriller, like, 100%, but right. I don't really feel the whole, like, ooh, horror, shock, oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently this is a horror, I believe. And, Interesting. Uh, so I'm sure we'll talk more about that well, next week. Yeah. Um, where we can talk all things Jaws and sharks. Definitely. Shark movies. I'm so excited. So excited. So excited. Alright, so yeah. we have our summer blockbuster month coming up. Uh, also, what the hell, it's already June. That's kind of freaky. Uh, mm-hmm. 
So, uh, anyways, I think that kind of concludes us. Where can people listen to us? Yeah, so you can find us on Spotify, uh, Stitcher, iTunes, um, Google Podcasts, and Amazon Podcasts. And if nice. there are any others, let us know. Very cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think that about wraps us up, and we hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, again, give the movie a watch. Um, and I hope everyone has a safe uh, Memorial Weekend. We kind of remember those who have, you know, Memorial Weekend is for those who have perished while fighting for our country. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope, you know, we all kind of remember that as we fire up our grills and throw on our hot dogs and have a good jolly time. So, yeah. um, but anyways, uh, you guys enjoy the rest of your week and we'll catch you all next week for Jaws. And if yes. I had the music, I'd sing it. So. I know, right? <laughs> Yeah. (laughs) All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye.